This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. All right, folks. All right, everybody. This is all the energy I can give today. I'm all post-op here. Yeah. Wow, that was more than I thought. That was pretty good. That was everything I had, and I'm I'm out now. All right, Joe's uh, fresh out of a uh, wisdom tooth removal, all four. Now he's on a Midol, a Paxil. What is that? Well, I still have one left, by the way. I had two taken. I had one last year. A top right. Ah. This time it was a bottom left, top left. What about the alt right? Didn't touch the alt right because uh, it was too uh, disagreeable to have it removed. So That's true. Um, yeah, I still got one left in there, but I, I had these two taken out. I have a weird reverb. They took the top mm. tooth out. Someone, Jeffrey Gurian, yes. who's a dentist. I bumped into him yesterday on the red carpet at some big event. What? Caroline's. Oh, right. And I just started asking him about reverb teeth. But that's what I have going on now. And he said it has to do with, like, the sinus is so close yeah. to the tooth. He's a good so guy. So when I really project, I can feel it. It feels like uh, electric shock or something. Oh, and that all that, that nervy area is all fucked up. I hate that feeling. It stinks, and uh, I'm hoping it recovers soon. But and then the bottom is all sutured up. It's a bloody mess in there. I look in there. I want to throw up. It looks can I crazy. look? I'll it, show you after. All right, great. I still haven't seen the dick. So it looks this is nice. Yeah, it's pretty. It looks similar to my dick. It's got sutures and bruises and a welt and a thumbprint and a yeah. tooth. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm doing all right, and uh, I don't know. I'm a little low energy. They gave me meds, but like they gave me like acetaminophen, which is just Tylenol. Then it gave me the heavy duty oxycodone yeah. or whatever, but only four of them, and I haven't taken them because I'm trying to be so, a good boy. Sober you know? up, yeah. Well, isn't that that's like a strong Tylenol, huh? Yeah, this is like 500 milligrams, but it's the same as like a Tylenol PM. Oh, I think weird. it's like all, because I'm allergic to ibuprofen. Normally, it would be ibuprofen and Tylenol mm. combo mm. to help the swelling. So I'm a little swollen. My face is fucked up. I'm gay. and uh, But it was quite a surgery. It took a lot of courage, Mark. I believe it. I mean, I've been putting it off for three years. We've mentioned it the whole time. It was all sideways. Then he looked at it the next day. First of all, it's pretty fun. They knock you out, so you're all super loopy and whoopy. Yeah. And uh, they said it's like being drunk. You're like in a brownout. You can't remember what the hell happened. So you come out. And before the surgery, my lovely wife, you know, she's insecure. I'm insecure. She's like, I'm just afraid you're going to get on drugs and tell me you don't love me. Mm. And I was like, well, that's a little hurtful that I wouldn't. You'd think I don't love you. Well, like she thinks the truth will come out? Yes. She thinks like some crazy (laughs) truth serum. Well, that's also sweet that she cares that you love her. I mean, if I hope we're married. But, um, you know, but so I think she was like half kidding. Uh But evidently... I came out of it and I'm all fucked up. And I was I first, first thing I said when I came out, I was like, "We can't see each other anymore," uh, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. But yes. she took it kind of serious. Oh come on! But I don't have any memory of it. She was like, "Hey, you, you know, you said this right when you came out," and I was like, "She was upset," and I was like, "Oh, I must have been doing like a callback, clearly, because yes, you had course. brought it up the night before." 
How cool is that that in the middle of a hazy blackout, you're <laughs> pretty, doing callbacks? It's pretty fun. I love it. But I'm hurting feelings. But uh, it was wow. exciting because I texted with like Mackie and uh, my mother, and I have no memory. It's weird. It's like drinking again. I'm looking at text being like, I don't remember sending that. I got to tell you what you showed me. Oh, boy. It ain't pretty. Uh, so uh, that was exciting, but it took a lot of courage. So the thing is gone, and I got to go back. Dr. Ostuni, thank you very much. But, man, I was in there. I was terrified i believe it you faced your worst fear basically yeah. it's exciting I had, a, I had a panic attack on conan i did the tonight show i've had tooth removed i'm really being a buffalo yeah you're going towards it baby you're, you're running into the war gotta be a buffalo so now i have one tooth left but hopefully this one will heal soon because i got this reverb thing and i think it's sinus related today i called to talk to the doctor and like the Uh-oh. the secretary didn't even put me on the line she's like don't worry i know you're a worry wart damn they got your picture up like don't talk to this guy <laughs> yeah they're like send him home yeah. so i got a follow-up next week i'm going to mandolin lessons my father's gay it's good to see you wait a minute can we just we're gonna skim over mandolin lessons i felt like i might be able to play a couple of tunes i can play what i learned i didn't even see you got the neck hanging out of your bag there <laughs> it's in my backpack i feel like a real kook this is weird. you're low energy you got a mandolin you're like a folk fag well last week the first lesson two weeks ago i did uh i went to my lesson and then i decided i got a hot poker up my ass and decided to ride my bug hump so i went to city bike and I'm riding over the Pulaski Bridge with a big mandolin sticking oh out. I'm like a God. fucking nerd. You're a poet. I'm a real nerd here. <laughs> yeah. So uh, maybe I'll play a couple bars. All right. Should we save it or you want to do it now? I'll get it. You talk because my mouth is killing me. Here. All right. Well, it's good to have you back. And uh, you're not that low energy. You're like, I'm not going to talk that much. And I haven't gotten a word in seven minutes. But uh, no, it's good to have you. And I had my wisdom teeth taken out. And it wasn't that bad. But I only I had four. You had three, right? I had two taken out this time, but it was real wildly impacted, and then uh, I'm older and I'm gay. But do you have the other one to go, or is that is that one cool? Oh, boy. Well, uh... <laughs> Why don't you play a song about it? All right, getting better. Uh, hold on, let me, let me show you the notes I learned. Mm, I've got a few notes for you. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got, folks. Um, that wasn't bad. That was that was uh, very homely, and I felt like I was in a tavern in Ireland in the 80s. Well, it was a lot of pressure. I can't really play, to be honest. It's my second lesson, but Conchetta's really helping me out. Ooh. And uh, Boy, I'm in pain. you got to take over. Take that's, over that's there. That's great. Rover. I'm excited. I feel like we got to say the N-word just to keep our edge. <laughs> Things have changed around here. Well, that was We're the name gonna... of that song I just played. <laughs> it's called uh, Rock and Roll N-Word. N-Word behind bars. Um, oh boy. All right, so I've got a, I've got a lot, and it's good to have you back. I, I saw you at the the Village Underground last night. And you seemed a little weary. Well, I'm weary, and I, I still am because th- this the main part is this reverb. I can't describe it. It feels like uh, the whole thing's shake. All my teeth shake and uh, sting. And your whole job is to speak and and project. Yeah, it's really hard. When there's nothing worse than when you have a mouth issue in comedy because it's right. like you have no. It's like having no legs if you're a football player, a you're basketball player. You're a porn star that can't get it up. I can't get it up. Yeah, I uh, I had a throat thing. I had like the, you know, the no voice, like laryngitis once. And you're on stage like, eh, so your parents, huh? And yeah. It, it takes your whole power. You're kryptonited. It's brutal. I had it at Hilarities. You were there that weekend oh, in Cleveland yeah. last year. And the, the next day, you were there one night. And then the next day, I had literally zero voice. So if I talk just kind of like this, I'm okay. It's when I really... Project and bring it. That is. Yeah, don't bring it. All right, don't I won't. project. Marcy, project. All right. So I've had a, had a quite a little run. I've been all over this goddamn green earth, 
And uh, I had a weird thing at the airport. Always at the airport. Oh, you know me. I like to steal from the airport. That's yeah. my MO. I think it's okay to steal from the airport. I appreciate that. So I'm at big old fat Newark. I got the airport right this time. Mm-hmm. I'm at Newark, and I'm flying to... Where the hell was I? Uh, where? I was in Ann Arbor. You were in uh, were Syracuse? No, 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 no. L.A. Columbus. Washington. Columbus, that's right. We were all within a couple hours. Go Pack Joe came and saw me. Uh-huh. But uh, Soder was in Buffalo. Uh-huh. You were in Columbus, and I was in Ann Arbor. He had like a three-hour drive to each. Oh, and he picked you. Well, I'm yeah, not that saying that. I'm saying he's, but he's coming to see all of us at uh, Bonfire. And Moon Tower. Uh, yeah, uh, Moon Tower. By the Uh-oh. way, the go back, Joe. They got a little bun in the oven. No. So congrats to uh, Chris and uh, and Big Phil. What? Yeah, big babe We're coming. A little baby fan. Yeah, give me a little Veter. All right, good for you, Phil. Pack Joe. You that packed way. it into that lady. Yeah, you did. Anyway, so you're in uh, the great, great city of Columbus. Great city, great club, best funny bone in the land. But uh, so I'm at the Newark Airport. I'm all excited. I steal uh, a, a candy bar. That's, you know, that's chump change. That's easy. And then I steal, like, uh, I, you know, I make those, you know, they have the hot food section. And oh, you yeah, the, yeah. You get the, the to-go box, and I'm, you put in a... Yeah, I've stolen from there. You have? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so easy. Yeah, very easy. Yeah, so I'm walking Shelby's around. Shelby's saying yes also. You have too, Shelbo? Wow. Would you put some stuff on your lips? It's the best place to steal from. Best place, because there's no real gate or anything. It's just very open, and you just kind of go around the register. You're good to go. Plus, the overprice, they oh. account for that. Like an oh, egg is yeah. like nine bucks. So they're expecting us to steal. Yeah. So I'm like casing the joint. I can see they got a couple security guys. And I, it's a weird system at Newark. It's a self-checkout. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then they check your ticket at the end. So I said, all right, I'm on to you, douches. So I go up and I buy the cheapest thing, which was a slice of pizza for $5. And then I just load up and I buy the pizza. I get the big, long receipt. And I walk past the security guard with like a stack of shit and a piece of pizza on top with a big receipt dangling in the wind. And he goes, adios, my friend. And I walk right by him. Wow, nicely done. Now... I'm sitting down, waiting for my flight. I got a good 25 minutes before the flight takes off. And I go, I'm going to charge my phone a little. Ah, I forgot my charger. Ah, no charge. Which is a bummer because that's a whole weekend with no charge. Yeah, you got to buy a charger. I got to buy a charger, which is a nice 40 bucks. So I'm like, God damn it. Then I notice my pants keep falling down. I left my belt in the bin. Somebody took my belt. Oh, you could have used the charger as a belt. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm screwed on both fronts. Boy, oh boy. So now I'm like, was well, this karma for the stealing? But I realized, no, I stole after. Yeah, and that's stupid also. I hate that shit. <laughs> I agree, yeah. So uh, so now I'm beltless, and I'm walking around like T-Pain. You know, I got my pants hanging down here. T-Pain? He's a rapper. Oh, that's where the Indians lived. <laughs> Oof. T-P, Sorry. I got it. Surgery, surgery. Oxycontin. So, uh... Yeah, so now I'm on the flight with no pants on, and I got no a dead phone. So I'm like, God damn it! So I get to uh, I get to uh, the club, and I got no pants, no charger, no phone. And I get there, and you know, you're always weary when you get to a club. You're like, Who's my host? Who's my opener? That's why it's fun to bring a guy. Yes. So I get there, and I walk into the green room. I'm feeling good. I got my pants around my ass and all this. I'm walking in, no phone. I walk in, I go, hey, what's shaking, boys? It's two, you know, older black guys. And one of them's like, hey, what's up, man? Shakes my hand, nice guy. Jay Bliss, check him out. Great, funny guy. Have you worked with him? No, I don't think so. He's out of Charlotte, bald guy, cool dude, funny guy. And then there's a guy at the end of the green room sitting on a stool, 
face in his phone, fedora on, tie, the whole thing. Looks very sharp. Mm, don't and like the sound of this. No icon. Never looked up. Never said hello. So I go, ah, whatever. I got my Alan going. Like, oh, he's probably, maybe he's not a bad guy. You're reading into it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I go up and I go, hey, man, Mark Norman, headliner, whatever the hell I said. You know, homo, something. And he looks up and he goes, cool. Back to the phone. Boy, he sounds like a trombone player in a ska band. He was dressed like that, but he was old. He looked kind of Morgan Freeman-y. Black? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Now he sounds extra horn player-y. Yeah, but not ska. No, no, jazz. Maybe jazz, yeah. So uh, so now I'm like, oh, that was weird. But I go, ah, he, got, he might have things going on. Maybe his wife died in a fiery volcano today. You never know. Yeah. So I go back and I sit down. And I, now me and the feature are rapping. We're chatting. We're having a good time. We're shooting the shit and I chopping think, it up. I think the other guy would be rapping. Well, they're both black. Oh, I see. I said two blacks, didn't I? Oh, I don't know. Well, I got two teeth missing, so I have trouble hearing. I see. All right, two Afro-Americanes. I got you. And uh, so now we're chatting. Now the, the the mean guy gets up and walks out. And immediately we both go, what the hell was that? Jesus Christ, the tension. was You could feel it. Oh, man. And I go, thank you. All right, I thought I was crazy. You know, I'm trying to be a better person and blow myself. And he was like, no, nah, no, nah, he's crazy. He wouldn't talk to me. We, were, we I've been in here 20 minutes with nothing. Silence. Interesting. I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? So... Now I'm just like, who is this guy? And then he goes on stage, brings me up, gets my name wrong. Ah, yeah. I'm like, you have one job, Dickless. Oh Get my it together. God. You come guzzling Nazi. I hate this guy. And then you're like, this is gonna be a long fucking weekend. You can't relax in the green room. I hate him. So I just go up and I make fun of him a little bit. Yeah, you did. And you know, I said this and that. Morgan Freeman, jazz, flute, not a rapper, ska, the whole thing. And I get off, and he goes, hey, I got to tell you, that was kind of unprofessional. Whoa, boy. And I go, uh, what are you talking about? He's like, well, it's weird. You just shit on the host, like out of the gate. And I, and I, you know, you get that immediate, like, <gasps> yeah, yeah, fight or flight. What are we doing? He's black. I'm gay, anal. And so I just go, uh, fuck it. And I go, well, you know what else is unprofessional? Getting my name wrong. Uh-oh, boy. And he goes, well, blah, blah, you know, it's the first night. Blah. He's doing all this shit. And he's like, I haven't checked the website. I'm like, I don't care. You're the host. Get it together. He's like, well, I usually headline. And I go, well, go headline. What are you doing? Don't take the gig. Right. So now we're going out in the kitchen. Oh, my God. Plus, uh, what's he talking about? Check the website. Check the check with me. Check anything. You can ask me. I don't care. Write it nobody, down. Nobody knows. My dad doesn't know my name. But, you know, get it together. Yeah, I've hosted plenty of shows. I'm not confronting the website. Right. I'm consulting, right. I meant to say. Yes. You never confront a website. That'd be weird. Well, I've done it with porn. Yeah. I paid this bill. Right. Right. So, uh, so now we're going. Now, you know. Thursday night, first night, I'm excited, great club, the whole thing, and then now it's all ruined. So I talked to the manager, and I'm not one of these, fire that guy. That's not me. No. I'm not that guy. I don't want to take work away from a comic. Take, so, you don't want to take food out of his mouth. Yes, or off his table. Yes. Uh, so I go up to the manager. Uh, I hope I'm not saying too much. Is this too revealing? I'm getting right in there. I don't know. I mean, it's your uh, story to tell here. Oh, boy. Well, you well, can pull the string or the rope or the ass on this and yeah, take maybe the I'll tampon ab- out. I'll abortion this. Uh, uh, well, it was but we t- need something, because I got no <laughs> teeth. I, I'm reverbing over here. All right. Well, it's Toledo Funny Bone, or Funny Farm, and uh, it was in Canada. <laughs> so Toledo, Canada. Yes. So uh, I think it's in Quebec. So uh, I talked to the manager. I go, what, what's going on with old Freeman Scott? No jazz. And he goes, uh, well, he's we've had some shit with him. The owner likes him. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, oh Jesus. But so, but it, it helps to not to know you're not crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's always like, nice to get the confirmation the guy stinks. Yes, that's all I need. Just ah, he's a nut. Everybody's weird around him. 
So I was like, all right. I went home, whatever, got drunk, you know, did my shit, went to press the next day. Press is fine, great, anal, jizz. And then you get back, and the whole time you're thinking, ah, two hours till the show, I got to see old Dickless. Ah, oh, jeez. So you go in, and I go in, and I go, I just go, hey, what's up, Jay? And he's like, hey, what's up? We're talking. I don't even bother with him. Because, yeah. ah, fuck it, well, I'm not going to waste my calories. No, not worth it. Not worth it. And then he perks up. Uh-oh. And now he's... He, it's night and day. It's Jekyll and, and, and Anal here. He's like, hey, uh, what's shaking? Uh, I used to work with Chris Rock. You live in New York. How's that? What, what's that like? Oh, man, I used to open for Chappelle back in the day. We went on this tour. And, like, he's, he's like a new man. Interesting. Yeah, and I go, what the fuck is going on? So I go, go up to the manager. I was like, yeah, this guy's a, a ray of sunshine. He goes, I think he took his meds today. I was about to say, maybe he missed a dose. Missed a dose. Yeah. Yes. Boy, you, dose. Can't, you can't miss a dose, folks. Dosey doe. Dose folks. Yes. Dose Caminos. Aha. Uh -huh. Stan Soder. <laughs> yeah, he used to work there. Dose Soder. I don't know what the. All right. Sorry, I'm a little off my game here. I got to yeah, apologize. You're, you're I got okay. a reverb. Reverb. I got a cotton mandolin. <clears throat> yeah. So I go, uh, ah, and now he's all right. Like, we're in the green room. He's telling me about old stories. He's like, I used to work with Nick Griffin. I'm like, oh, I love Nick Griffin. We're going at it. And now it's it's okay. You got my name right and blah, blah, blah. He's like, man, you're a really good writer, all this shit. It's bananas. So goes to show. Wow. Boy, well, I'm glad he got his act together or his, you know, life together. I guess, yeah. A microdose. Boy, oh boy. Well, that's that's good. That's it, all's well that ends well. I, I think guess we're fine so. Now you know. Well, here's the clinker. It was a great weekend. You know, overall, we sold out two shows, hit some bonuses. But now this guy won't shut the fuck up. Now he's in the green room going, "Oh, I gotta tell you another story." And you try to go, "Well," and he just keeps going. Oh boy. So you're like, "This is better than you being a douche, but you're still annoying." Yeah, yeah. It's a different kind of annoying. Now he's just like a little puppy, and you're like, "Shut up!" I'm trying to look at my notes here, my phone, or call my aunt. But yeah. Interesting. So, well, I'm glad he came around a little bit, and it sounds like you really grew, and uh, he'll be hearing about this for sure, and yeah. I'm sure he'll reach out. Well, if you do reach out, take your meds, then reach. Yes. Uh, the phones are already lighting up. I think his family's calling in. But either way, we settled it. So I go do press on Friday at 3 radios, 6 a.m. pickup. God damn it, I hate it. It's the problem with these funny bones. They really have all the press. So much press. and It's and depressing. Yeah, you... ha-ha. Thank you. Now look who's back. Well, I'm leaning forward now. I'm trying my best here, but you're, the the verb, the, the verb pipe. pipe. Hey, Whoa, synergy. Folks. So uh, Sin City. So we're driving to press six in the morning, and it's one. You know, every club. I gotta tell you, man. I know you guys hate to impress, but it works. In in Columbus, it works. Uh, it and you're like, it doesn't work. You don't work. I don't work. Doesn't work. Fuck working. Cindy Lopper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just want to have fun, girls. So. I uh, we go to press and I'm talking to this one guy. He, he still runs the rock station. You know the rock station where you're kind of like, yeah. There's all these posters of like Allison Chains yeah. and like uh, Incubus. All these fucking sucky, shitty, dumb bands. Yeah, they got they got like bobbleheads around yes. from like a giveaway three years ago. We met Godsmack in '91. Shut up, Godsmack yeah. sucks. You suck. Get get your neck tattoo out of here. There's framed records, but you're like, how did you get the record? Are you in the band? Why right. is that here? Right. Yes, yes, exactly. We went to Lollapalooza in 41, and I blew Alice Cooper. All right. Who cares? Get your nose ring out of my face. But nice people. And uh, so he's like, oh, you're from New Orleans. You got to go down to the Cajun Cafe. Best Louisiana food guys from New Orleans. And you're like, 
I don't know. This has been this has burned me before. Nobody can do Cajun. You can't do it. They got they got Ethiopian food in Manhattan. They can't get a fucking crawfish etouffee right to save their life. So I go, ah, maybe I'll, and he's like, I swear to God, the guy's from New Orleans. He moved up here. I don't know why, but he opened this place. It's a hole in the wall. It's the real deal. Real crawfish, the whole thing. So I go, all right, maybe we'll check it out. And my uh, the, the guy driving me, he's like this real curious cat. So he's okay. like, I, I've always wanted to try New Orleans food, Creole. Let's Maybe let's go. I was like, man, maybe we'll go. Fuck it. So a couple days later, we go, all right, let's go out there. We Google it. 40 minutes away. 40 minutes? Yeah. Might as well drive to New Orleans. I know, right? Who dat? So we go, ah, fuck it. What are we doing? We're both hungover. We're driving a Cajun Cafe, which is the real name. I probably shouldn't say. God damn, we're going to get sued by this guy. Why can't we say that? It's a restaurant. Well, because I'm about to tear it to pieces. That's all right. They're a restaurant. Fuck them. All right. That's all I needed. If they stink, they stink. He stinks. So I'm just going to be working with the Cajun Cafe. Yeah, I don't. I just don't want to ruin a guy's name. Well, I mean, how much power do we have? We only have eight thousand listeners. I know, but you, these cunts on the other end are, are googling. Hey, Cajun Cafe at Cajun Cafe. Some dickless twat is uh, shitting on you. I think we're all right. All right, just don't bother the people, folks. And we're not reaching out to them. We're just talking. We're just telling uh-huh. the story. It's an open forum. Open for yes. My tooth hurts. I got an open forum in my mouth. That's right. Reverb. So. uh... <laughs> So we go to the Cajun Cafe. It's a good 40-minute drive, and I'm like, my, I'm salivating. I haven't had some real Creole in years. I'm going to get a fucking beignet, a boudin ball, a seafood gumbo, a crawfish monica, you name it. Huckleberry. Peach. <laughs> so we get there. There's not a soul in the parking lot. It was one of these things we had to drive around. It's in Fredericksburg, Ohio. It's where you, you got to leave the, the town lines. Oh, God. So that's already a red flag. Like, who is coming out here to eat? Like, who lives out here? What the fuck is going on? How does this guy make any money? We drive by it eight times. It's the size of my asshole. It's tiny. And uh, we drive up. There's no one in the parking lot. We go in. Ding, 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 ding. Nobody's at the front door. Not a seat filled. Oh, not an boy. ass in the house. And I go, hello. It's a big echo. Hello. Hello. Nothing. Hello. There's a guy in the kitchen waddling around. I go, oh, hello, sir. Ding, ding, ding. I'm hitting the bell on the counter, which they hate the bell. I don't know why these places have bells. Don't put a bell in. Don't put the bell. You hate the bell. Every time. Ding. That's enough, sir. It feels rude to ring a bell, but you put the bell in there. Bell's there. Just saying. Bell's palsy. What is that? That's the one I think your face collapses. Yeah, you get the droopy lip. Yeah, I think uh, Matt Reese had it for a minute. No. Yeah, I think his whole face collapsed. And uh, wow, I think he got he got better. He got better, huh? <laughs> All right, better male. I was trying to do the Monty Python. Oh. She turned me into a newt. I got better. Oh yeah, that's great. Uh, uh, all right, well, good for you, Batteries. Way to uncollapse your face. <laughs> yeah, I think he blew it back up or something. You got to give him mouth to mouth or something. Yeah, well, that's, you need a big mouth to stretch out to his. <laughs> well, I'm in the clear. Yeah, you're all right. Reverb. So uh, <laughs> all right, we go to the oh, cage cabin. Nobody's there. This guy waddles out from the kitchen. Big, big guy, and he, he's got that vibe of like. You're bothering me? Yeah, like, you're ruining my day. Yeah, I'm at your business trying to give you cash, and you are bothered by me. So whatever. I don't know. The world's against me. I hate myself. So this guy comes out. He goes, hey, how can I help you? And I go, uh, hey, buddy. Heard a lot of good things by some guy with a lip ring. He says this place is top notch. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, we're we're pretty good. I'm from Louisiana. I go, I'm from Louisiana. He goes, oh, yeah? All right. So now he's kind of like, oh, shit. 
This guy's gonna. He's, he's he knows his shit. This guy might call me out. Yeah, maybe he's from you know uh, Mississippi and he's just been claiming Louisiana. Yes, exactly. And he can lie to all the. Oh yeah, this is a shrimp that fell on the floor, and they're like, oh, it's a delicacy. Look at that, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like these New Hampshire folks being like, I'm from Boston, dude. Right. Right. And then you're like, whereabouts? They're like Manchester. And you're like, all right, take it Exactly, easy. exactly. So this guy's going to serve me, you know, crawfish placenta and try to write it off as some dish. So I go, all right, I'll have the crawfish etouffee, if you will, my good man. He goes, that's only on Saturdays. No! Oh. Sunday. And I go, what? All right. God damn, that's why we drove here. He's like, well, what do you want me? It's just me back there. We ran out. I cook a bunch of pots. It sold out yesterday. I go, oh fuck! All right, so I go, well, give me the uh, the shrimp uh, shrimp creole. We don't have that. Yeah. I go, what the fuck? Oh, you don't have shrimp creole. What do you like? What do you like here? And he goes, well, I should tell you out of the gate, we're out of boudin balls and we're out of cornbread. Oh my god! Wait, you're out of boudin balls? You know what a boudin ball is? No, no idea. It's like a hush puppy, but it's full of like dirty rice and meat. Oh wow! Which sounds horrific now that I just described that, but uh, it's pretty great. All right. So uh, I was like, Jesus, you out of that? You out of that? So I was like, what do you have? He's like, we got po' boys and burgers. So you got a burger and a sandwich. Burgers. A po' boy is just a is just shrimp on bread, pretty much, or you know, roast beef on bread. Not to mention, Columbus is like a real city. Like you left a city to go to this place. Yes. It's not like you're in some shit town. There's food in Columbus. I know. I drove all the way here for some special food. That's a good point. Yes. So I'm I'm peeved now. So I go, all right, well, give me the fucking, what, give me the catfish po' boy with the potato salad. He's like, we don't have potato salad. I was like, yeah. Oh, it's like Reggie's. Yes. Paco. So now I'm pissed. Now I'm like, God damn, well, just give me the fries then. So now I'm eating a catfish sandwich with fries. I could get that at a Chinese place. Also, catfish. Get uh, real. Well, I mean, I had to get some seafood, I felt like. I know, but still. And he kept being like. Now he's on his heels a little bit. Now he's like, ah, well, we fly the uh, the crawfish up from New Orleans. And I'm like, what's that here? You know, so he's like trying to like backpedal. Like, don't worry, we're legit, but just not today. I'm like, yeah. oh, jeez. So this poor chum with me who works at the club, he's like, oh, I really wanted to try this stuff. So the guy's like, get the shrimp po' boy. It's good. So now he's eating a fake, fake fucking thing because the guy, you know, ah. So now we're just sitting there eating French fries like an idiot. And uh, the guy's like, ah, we got uh, Cafe Du Monde coffee. And I was like, all right, well, that's legit. That's from New Orleans. So I go, squeeze the thing. It's out. Oh, so now I'm drinking Folgers and eating catfish. I'm eating up. I'm drinking a black coffee and fish. La fin de mon. Yes. The end of the world. So uh, now I'm just like, this was a huge waste of time. Luckily, the club paid for it, which was nice. But yeah, that was it. Now I'm just, we just sat there. And we we ate it like idiots. And he's like, the, the guy I was with was such a sweetheart. He went back and he was like, can you let me know when the etouffee? I'm gonna drive back for the etouffee. The guy's like, I swear to God, we'll have it Saturday, and that was that. Now but you gotta drive back. Now you gotta go back, but this guy's getting away with murder because he lives in Fredericksburg and the place is paid for, and he can do whatever he wants. There's no competition. Well, I'll tell you, Mark, we weren't far away from each other. There's a big rivalry, you know, between. That's amazing. You were in Columbus, yeah, and I was in Ann Arbor. The two big schools, Ohio State and Michigan. Yes. 
the biggest rivalry in all college sports you other than so? Alabama, Auburn, Duke, uh-huh. Duke, North Carolina. Those are the big three, I would say. Capulets of the Montagues. Army, Navy. But anyways, uh, you were in Columbus. I was in Ann Arbor. Hell of a time. I don't want to get too crazy because my fucking mouth is killing me. Don't push it, but push it. But I'll tell you this. I was in Ann Arbor, and I'm at the hotel, and uh, you know they say uh, Mexicans are stealing our jobs. I've heard that, and they're rapists. Right, but I think the uh, the whites are stealing the jobs back because every single cleaner at this hotel was a white in their 20s. Was it a Russian whore? No, no. It was like a regular old Midwest people. Wow. I think times are hard, but I kind of felt for the... Uh, Mexicanos, because uh, usually they're the ones cleaning up the thing. I know that sounds bad or whatever, but I think right. that's what I see. That's what I see as well. A lot of uh, Hispanic. Or maybe they're not, they might not be Mexican, but they're Latino, of yes. course. Or uh, Latina. Latina, mostly Latinas, quite frankly. Yes, yes. Yeah. Or Asian, too. A lot of Asians are cleaning. Yeah, you get a little couple of Philippines in there. Yep. Philippine, yes, I say. I Philippine, and then I empty it with uh-huh. uh, cum. Empty it on me. Penis. Uh, but anyways, so these are some regular old Midwest whites. Uh, they looked a little white, uh, trashy, you would say. Uh, but little, I don't want to be judgmental. A little meth face. But I am judgmental, so what can I do? Hey, we all are. We have a, There's a job called a judge. He gets paid to do that. Also a cigar and a car called the judge. Oh, yeah, and a gun. Is that right? There's a gun called the judge. Oh, wow. And there's Aaron Judge, baseball player. Uh, and comedian. Both twins, mate. Aaron Judge? There's a comedian called Aaron Judge, the woman. Oh, Aaron Judge. Yes. Yes, I know Aaron Judge. We started together way back in the 90s. She had a couple couple gems. Yeah, oh, yeah. Funny funny gal. Yeah. But anyways, so uh, I, I walk out Here of my room, and then one of these women, uh, the cleaner, she walks out and goes, oh, that is fucking nasty. Wait People a minute. People are the worst. Wow. She's walking out of a different room. Oh. Doesn't know I'm in there. As I walk out of my room, I see her like, Jump out of a room. Whoa. And I'm weird. trying to figure out what she saw in there. Blood, yeah. shit, cum. My act. All three. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but she doesn't see it. Then she looks up and sees me and she's like, oh my God, I'm so, so She's embarrassed. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. That was weird. I, I didn't mean to. And I was like, no, I get it. People are gross. I was like, you won't find anything gross in my room. Then as I said it, I was like, I better clean up all the cum in my room. Yeah. <laughs> and the pubes. Your blinds are shut. But um, so she, I kind of caught her in this weird moment, you know? Mm-hmm. And then. I go out, I go down, I take a swim, I work out, I come back up, and I go change. Then I'm going out to eat. I'm leaving the elevator. I'm waiting for the elevator door. I hear it, like, enter. I hear people on the elevator. I just hear, burp. Oh, Susan, you fucking whore. Woo, you burped. The door's open, and it's me again. She looks up, and she's embarrassed because she just belched. And I went, you again? Wait a minute. Same woman. Cleaning woman. Cleaning woman again. She belched. She belched on the elevator. It was a whole crew. They went out to smoke. Like oh. The whole elevator smelled like a smoke bomb. This is like a motley crew you got here. Yeah, so I caught her in two different moments. One being like, that's fucking disgusting, and the next one just belching. But it was a fun moment because I got to give her a you again. Yes. And it was fun. She was embarrassed. She laughed. I think I could have had sex with her if I wanted to. Was she attractive? No. Uh Uh-huh. No. She was the kind of woman that, uh, you know, says fucking belches. Yeah, well. Like us. You could have definitely done it then. But a woman. Yeah, well, it's interesting. It raises a point that the Latinas tidying up our dog shit are great because there's a language barrier and it actually helps. I don't want to hear your shit. I don't want to hear you talking. Yeah. So you, the fact that you can't speak my language is a perk in this case. Yes, I suppose so. If I call a customer service line or get an Uber, I want a guy speaking English or a gal. But in this case, mum's the word. Well, a lot of these people, they never complain either. That's the thing. Right. They talk about these jobs. It's like the old Geraldo bit. They have jobs that most people don't want. And they're happy to have them. Cleaning toilets, cleaning boobly boobs. But, uh, but now, I guess, you got to work... 
These are tough times. Wow. So you got to just work a whatever job. That's kind of interesting about those uh, those small towns like in Ann Arbor. I don't know. If it, is that a small town? It's pretty small. Yeah. It's a city, but it's small. And then Bloomington. You know, these like smaller places because you go to a you go to a restaurant and it's like a white honky cracker bussing tables and shit. Right. Like, oh, yeah. It's kind of fun to see like, oh, that's what it was like in the 50s probably. I suppose so. I'm not saying I want Whitey taking all the job. I'm just saying it's fun seeing a Whitey doing some labor. Right. I don't know why that's fun, but it's just... It, well, it's interesting. It's something you don't see every it's day. jarring. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Right. It's because I hate when people are like, if the Mexicans aren't digging the ditches, who's going to do it? Poor Whitey. Who else? Poor people. Yeah, I guess so. Well, they seem, they? Uh, they're there. They're doing the job there. and uh, But it's, it is fascinating. You don't see that very often. You don't often. see it. Yeah. You know, like we go, we live in the Big Apple and you go to the JFK and it's all, the, all the TSA folk are people of color. POC. Yeah. And then you go Fox. to Austin and all the TSA is whitey and you're like, oh yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Different strokes for different folks. So it's, it's a wild land. Mother Nature's a mad scientist. You as got Kramer that right. Said. But anyways, that was fun. Great weekend in Ann Arbor. Got to thank all the Tuesday. I, had a, I got a birthday gift. Oh, I forget their name. Let me write it down. Christian and uh, the lady filled out the card. I got a card from Christian and Kim. Uh-huh. Christian and Kim, nice birthday card. Beautiful little writing in there. They wrote really nice things about both of us. Wow. Happy birthday. And got me some money as well. I bought a nice lunch. Handwritten? Handwritten, Ooh, beautiful card, really wait. thoughtful. I appreciate it. And then I got to give a big shout out to Zach Martina, uh, my feature for the weekend. Wait a minute, chunky guy with curly hair and a beard. Good guy. Yeah, funny guy. Great guy, hilarious, killing yeah. all weekend. One show he killed too hard. Late show Saturday, it was like too hard. It was definitely one of those ones where you're standing out there. People definitely liked him way more. He's a little more higher energy. Than High you. energy, yeah, yeah. great jokes, killer stuff. He's like, I lost my dog, but I found him. In a pile of blood on the side of the street, you know, one of those. Right, right. It was a really funny stuff. Like, I was LOLing throughout the uh, weekend. As long and, as you got jokes, I'm good. And just killing. Yeah, oh, great jokes. And just a great guy. He brought me a birthday gift. Ah! He drove me home one night. I was like, I need a notebook. Is any place open? He's like, ah, I don't think so. It's a sleepy town. The next day, I get a Chipotle gift card, a brand new notebook with a bow on it. What got me a, lunch. What a sweetie. Oh, yeah. Good guy and uh, beautiful, beautiful man. Great comic. A lot of funny comics there hanging out. A lot of Tuesdays came yeah. out. We uh, packed, packed shows. Well, one show. And then I put it on Instagram, so the cat's out of the bag. But I got a ride in Mitch Album's car. Unbelievable! Mitch Album, author of Tuesdays with Maury. The original. Oh, yeah. It's so weird to hear Maury. It is weird. And uh, the people people always assume we have some affiliation with the book. They're like, Not oh, that book. They never, never read one page of it. Not a thing. Saw the movie when I was high. Movie? There's a movie. Really? Yeah. I don't know about that. It's not great. All right. I think you might be thinking of something else. But Maybe I'm thinking <laughs> of dinner with Andre. Or uh, guess who's coming to dinner? Google that, Shelltown. Is there, is there a Tuesdays with Maury movie? Maybe not. Doesn't sound right. It feels like in the 60s they made every book into a movie. There's, you know, no, Little the Red book, Riding Hood. The book and was written Bible. like 10 years ago. No. 20 years. Maybe 99, 98, no. something like that. It's a 90s book for Is sure. it 90s? I 90s it or 41. 2000s. It was a TV movie in 99. Uh-huh. Okay, when was the book written? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying I don't believe you. I just thought this book was from the I think Holocaust. the book's like 98 maybe, 99, 95. 
Oh, I had no idea. Was that recent? That's up there. It's like Aladdin. Yeah, Mitch Albom's like 60 years old. 97. Look 97. How about that? He's a freshman in high school. I only knew him from the Detroit Free Press because he was on uh, the sports reporters every every week. The but DFP. He, he now uh, he knows about uh, the show. He said he wouldn't sue us, which is nice. Is he a is he a kook? No, I think he's a good guy. He's a oh. good writer. He wrote that book and he wrote another book, you know... She's not that into you? Wednesdays with Willie oh, or whatever. Oh, and, yeah. uh, no, The Five People You Meet When You Go to Heaven. That's like uh, another big book. I've heard about that. Yeah, and then he was a writer for the you know the Tigers and the Lions and the Bears. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> um, nice guy. Uh-huh. Uh, but anyway, so that was exciting. We got a signed copy of the, of the book. I still am not going to read it, but uh, maybe I will. Who knows? Yeah. Fine people. But I was in his car. I was like, this is amazing. I get in the car, and the woman that put me up, Nicole... Whose last name I forget already. God damn. Funny Nicole on yeah. Instagram. Smith. Funny, pretty, pretty funny Nicole, I think is her name. Pretty funny Nicole. All right. Yeah. And she is pretty and funny. Really sweet, too. But she picked me up. She's like, I saw your podcast. It's called Tuesdays with Story. She's like, this is Mitch Album's car. And I was like, that's insane. Wow. Yeah, I licked the door handle and put a booger under the seat just to sure. Just to, uh, you know, be together. Queef in there. Why does why does she have his car? You know, I don't know. She's a thief. <laughs> no, she um she knows him. She's friends. It's Uh-oh. a small town. I don't know. They all know each other over there. His they album work for him. Bagging I guess he's, Nicole. He's. I'm not really sure. I don't. Uh, I don't own the album, but. Oh boy. <laughs> but uh, I guess he's an extremely charitable guy and just a good guy. One of the really good guys. All right. Well, good on you, Mitchie. So, anyways, we did that, and then I get a call Saturday morning. Uh oh. Guess who's working in Hamrock, Michigan? Uh, Sam? My old pal, Roberto Patrico Kellyo. Oh, Bobby K. Bobby Kelly. He married me, and uh, maybe he'll divorce me one day. Who knows? But uh, Did you need a guy for that? I don't know if you need a guy. I'll it'd, ask Vader. It'd be nice. <laughs> oh, is that out of the bag? I think it's out of the bag-ish. All right. That's a small bag. Yeah. <laughs> It's a pillowcase. <laughs> but, um, it's like a little cocaine bag. But anyways, uh, boy, I, I, I got to tell you, my mouth is really hurting. I'm doing yeah, my best here. You're pushing. I, I'm, I can hang. I can take over. I'm worried no, about you. I got you. a couple things Okay, here, but, I'm just uh, worried about you. So uh, Robert Kelly, I meet up with him. He's got a show in some town called Hammerack or whatever the fuck. Boy, times are tough. Yeah, <laughs> he's passing through. Woo. So we meet up at uh, La Casa de Habana Cigar Bar. Okay. And we smoke a big, fat, old cigar. House of the Havana. Yeah, something like that. It might have just been La Casa, and I added the De Habana. I like that better. But we're watching the uh, the Masters. We're smoking cigars. Great hang. And uh, we did a little mini pod. It's on his Patreon. I wanted to put it on our Patreon. What the what hell? We can't have a, a little pod? I said, share our Patreon. Yes. He said, I'll send it to you, but then he never sent it to me. But uh, great guy. There's nothing better than bumping into like a close friend in the road. Because I got Zach out there, and, and he's sweet. And we're having fun. We're having some laughs. It's nice to meet people. Sure. But when you get one of those old classic chums, one of your great buddies. In the middle of nothing nowhere. nothing better. Yeah, it's a great feeling. You no really better connect. feeling. Yeah, you really connect, and it just feels like home for a moment. And then he leaves, and you're like, oh, i got to walk back to the club. Uh, and I had a birthday out there, and I gotta say, I had a fun moment. I went to the movie, saw Chappaquiddick. Go check it out. Tony V is in it. I heard it was okay. I liked it. I uh-huh. love the Kennedys. I love history, all that shit. I'm a uh-huh. big Kennedy guy, so it was pretty cool. And um, Tony V's in it. Gaffigan's in it. But I went to the movies, and I walked back. You can walk. It's like a ten minute walk. I'm walking up the highway. This is a real comedian moment. It starts snowing. It's like snowing sideways. The wind is mm. whipping. It's my birthday. I'm walking up a highway. Back to the fucking thing, the, the, the hotel, and I'm like, this is a, I feel like a real comic right yes, now. Yes, you're it's traveling. Friday at two, after, 2 in the afternoon, I got M&Ms between my teeth. 
I'm, it's a snowstorm, and I'm just bundled up, walking up the highway, going, uh, you know, come to the show, folks. And the, yes. Listen by. You're a warrior of show business. You can handle it. It's your birthday. You're walking through a snowstorm. You got a cigar buzz and, and a zitty dick, and you're making it work. We're battling, baby. So we did that. And then uh, Saturday was Hash Bash. Come again? Hash bash. Is that weed? It's hard to talk like this. Hash bash. Hash bash. Some big weed thing. Yeah, it's a big weed festival and all these weed people. I hate, I talked about this on stage at the show. I hate weed people. The lifestyle. Yes, if you smoke weed, smoke weed. I'm pro weed. I'm pro legalization. And I used to smoke pot. I just don't get when it's your it's your thing. It's your personality. You have a hat with a weed leaf on it and a green cape, and they're Ugh. all you just stink, and you're like weed, bro. Uh. Yeah, I'm like 420, dude. I'm like uh. you're a fucking nerd. Yes. I'm like I'm an alcoholic. I'm not wearing like a Budweiser top hat and yeah. like a Jaeger shirt. I'm walking around with Spuds McKenzie. I mean, I used to wear like a Guinness, a T-shirt occasionally. Well, I guess. It's a, but it's not your life. Yeah, it was very, uh, very. I just don't like it. It's all like, eh, we're the weed folks. Oh, I hate it. Getting high, and you're like, just be a grown up. Just get high. I got the sticky ickies, the top shit Kush. Shut up. Yeah, you fucking loser. Hug your dad. One time, my dad came in when I was when I was in high school. I was a real like booze guy. I was that guy with beer. And I had all these, like, you know, you're not as think as you drunk I am and all that shit, all those dumb college. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like, this is college. And, like, this is what I learned in college, all the, the shot glasses poster. My dad's like, what is this? What are you doing? He totally made fun of me. and It really hit me to the core, and I took them all down. Yeah, you really think. You, you have different times where you think you're something at different times. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think, I'm, like, I'm going to be into this. This right. is my thing. And then you're like, I don't even like this. That's why I thank God for comedy, because I was always looking for that. Thing. Maybe I'm this guy. Maybe I'm the hula hoop guy. Maybe I'm the, you know, yeah. gay man. Yeah. I remember, like, skateboarding was huge. Like, when I was in, like, third, fourth grade, like, 90, 91 and then like I got a skateboard and put stickers on it. And then I was afraid to get on. I was like, I hate this. Oh, this weird. isn't what I want to do. Yeah. It slips out from underneath you. You fall. I don't like bumping my elbow. Yeah. I'm like, well, this sucks. Yeah, I, that I got into. That was like my thing before comedy. But I I, I know what you mean. Yeah. It's like a thing where I'm like, I, I don't even want to be on a skateboard. I just had a poster of Tony Hawk. And I'm like, I don't even give a shit. Right. I like football. There you go. And porno and books about war. Porno. That's Dennis Leary. That's oh, the asshole song. Yeah. I like football and porno and books about war. That's right. Uh, this last thing about Ann Arbor. want to give a hot shout-out to this bookstore called Crazy Wisdom. Ooh. My new favorite place of all time. they got a tea house upstairs, tea shop. Uh-huh. It's all these books about, you know, uh, philosophy and Buddha and all this stuff. It's like a real meditation place, and every book is great. It's got a real vibe. they got, like, Buddhas everywhere. It's a nice place. And they used to open until 11 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. Ooh. So I kept going there between shows to get a nice cup of jasmine tea. Uh-huh. And like these like kind of sexy weirdo hipsters. I think they do AA meetings upstairs, too. Oh, fun. Didn't get to go to any, but it looked like the vibe I got there. It's like almost fight club. You can see where the meetings take place. Yeah, I'm like, I smell, I smell some sadness in here. Right, Some recovery. Right. But I'm there Saturday night, late night. It's like 1030 at night. And they have like these two double glass doors. Like the front doors are glass. And some fucking douchebag, mook, fucking drunk, asshole, frat piece of shit mm. walks up and just kicks the door. Kicks the whole window out. The whole what? door. Like a five-foot-long, two-foot-wide glass pane just kicks it right out. Drunk guy? Just a drunk asshole. Holy smokes. Of all the places, all the businesses, he goes to the Crazy Wisdom Buddha store and just kicks it out. It's a bunch of, like, 17-year-old girls where they're like, ah! They're yeah. all screaming. 
And uh, he he just ran away, this Whoa. fucking asshole. And I was like, boy, can I can I help? Can I do anything for you? Luckily, there's a bunch of women. There's like four people working. Yeah. So I'm like, no, we'll call and have them come board it up, the whole thing. But wow. it was pretty wild and jarring. You're in there drinking tea, and we're all meditating and touching nipples. And all of a sudden, you just hear like, bang, and glass gets shattered out. And I, I thought to myself, I used to be that guy. Uh-huh. Now I'm in here. How I'm about reading that? all these like recovery books. I'm meditating. I'm drinking tea. I'm sniffing the leaves. I used to be that guy that would just walk up and break shit. I used to steal, you know, for sale sure. signs and break, uh, you know, barriers. Down. What do you call those? Parking garage arms. I used oh, to snap yeah. those off. I was, a, I was a vandal for years. Yeah. Wow. You've made a real one gatey. A one gatey. And uh, so now that I came back the next night, it's all like wooden boarded up and shit. It was oh, like hard in our appearance. These poor nerds. Ironically, the guy could use some books from the bookstore. I think he was threatened. He knew. He didn't kick out the, the Nike store no. or, or the, uh, the the gym. He hit the bookstore. Fucking jerk off. But uh, I've been that, been that guy. But this is the thing. People, sometimes you're like this. That guy's a fucking asshole. And people are like, hey, you were that guy. And I'm like, I know. Yeah. I was an asshole. Right. That's why I can, I, that's why I'm comfortable judging. And you can spot him. Yeah. I'm like, he's a fuck. I was a piece of shit. I used to just desecrate people's property. I feel yeah. horrible about it. Yeah. Wow. Know, you try to make amends, but living amends. Man, living a women's. That's wild. I mean, what a loon. Bad guy. Well, I mean, I shouldn't say bad guy, but fucking uh, a troubled, troubled soul. And I hope he gets some, uh, gets it together. I hope. Probably. Yeah. Sexual frustration. I think I was going to say, he needs to get blown, sadly. But who's going to blow a guy kicking doors in of a bookstore? Someone will. That's what's a bummer. Ah. Some women are into like a bat, like, oh, he kicked a door out. I'm going to suck his dick. Well, I'd like to, while he's getting blown, I'd like to kick his door in. Yep. Well, I'm tell me some things blowing. because I'm, I'm, I'm reverberating like hell over here. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a wild story. So uh, I got to tell you, I had a real bad moment uh, yesterday. I was on the corner and there was a, a guy with his girlfriend. And he was going, uh, no, 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 it was a, it was a woman and her daughter. It was like a mom and a daughter. The daughter was like 15. The mom was a mom. Huh. And they're going, they're looking on the corner, looking up, turning around, looking at the phone. And they're going, God damn it. I go, you ladies need some help. I tried to be like a chivalrous gentleman cunt. Yeah. And they go, yes, thank you. Oh my God. They go, where the hell is Barrow Street? We can't find Barrow Street. And I go, look, I live right over here. These uh, West Village streets are all cooked up. You got to go that away. And she was like, thank you so much. We're late for a show. They walk away. Two minutes later, I go, ah, barrels the other. Complete opposite oh, way. I felt no. terrible. I hate that. I've done that before. Have you? Yes, I have. Oh, I feel better because I felt, I almost chased after them, but they were gone. And ah, uh, I totally, they might have missed a show because of me. Oh, God. Well, first of all, they should have Google Maps or some situation. She had a phone. But that those streets are topsy-turvy. I mean, I get it. No, it's wild. I mean, I've lived here 10 years, 11 years, and I still am in the West Village going, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Part of the problem, 4th and Bleecker, they go two different directions. Exactly. Like West 4th all of a sudden goes north-south. Right. Very bizarre. Yeah, Bleecker starts uh, horizontal, then it goes vertical without you even seeing it. It's, it's like a date rape. Yes. So uh, I told her the wrong way, and I, God, I felt horrible because I was so confident and cocky, and I was like, yeah, look at me helping out these uh, lost ladies. And then, so I felt horrible about that, and I told the lady, I was like, oh, my, my gal, I was like, yeah, I feel terrible. She's like, ah, they'll get over it, but I think they missed the show because of me. So then, a couple hours go by. Now I'm running around, set, I'm doing five sets. I'm running from here to there. And I see a guy and his girlfriend, Asian guy. And uh, he goes, God, which way is Delancey? And, he's like, and she's like, I don't know. Check your phone. Ah. And they're, they're, they're very lost looking. And I swear to God, I go, I used to live in this area. I go, Delancey's that away. And I get into a cab, look like a real hero. And I heard the guy go, oh, it must be nice to be a real man. 
Wow. No one's ever thought I was a real man in my life. Wow, boy. I wonder if his Asian gal was turned on like, oh, he's a hot uh, round eye. It's weird when you hear things that you wish your dad would say. Uh-huh. You're like, if this guy was my dad, your whole life would change. That's true. You know? Yeah. Well, but it's uh, nice to hear from that guy, at least. I'll take it from a guy or an Asian or whoever. Yeah, it was nice, but I actually got that one right. So it was fun. And the same day, I got to redeem. There is no better feeling on earth, including blowjobs and anal sex with your best buddy, mm-hmm. than giving somebody direction. I had it happen the other day at 72nd Street. I just got off the train. She's like, which way is West End Avenue? I was like, one block that way. Oh. And she's like, thank you. And you feel good. It releases endorphins or dopamines or uh, something. Acetamine? Yeah, something like that. What Acetaminophen. Is, acetaminophen. What a word. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, so I felt great, but I still, that, that lady was probably like walking around like, what a fucking asshole. Yeah, that sucks. And I even said, oh, I live like two blocks away. I know this area really well. And uh, so she either thought it was just a complete tool or completely an idiot. Well, what also might have happened too, though, because you said it with such confidence and you seem like a nice boy. She might think somehow she fucked up. Like, she might be like, boy, I thought he said this way, but he couldn't have because he said he lived here. You hope. One so can only she, hope. Hopefully she's blaming herself. Can I just interject this real quick? Folks, two days from now, we are doing a live Tuesdays with Stories at Anton's in Austin, Texas, part of the Moon Tower, 7.30 p.m., and we got some big guests. Sing it, sister. Should we reveal? Let's reveal. Yeah, it might help the tickets. Well... Woo! I uh, Joe reached out. I can't thank you enough, there, Fatty. And uh, we we shot for the fences. We really did, and we cleared them. Is that what that? It's a, it's a home run reference, right? Yeah, shoot, shoot for, the for the fence. I think. I think it's a home run reference. So yeah. we shot for the fences. Swing or, for the fences. Swing. Yes, we swung for the fences. Yes, and we're not on the fence. That's bad too. You don't yeah. want to be on it. No, that's no good. That's indecisive. So we shot for the swung for the fences. List reached out. To Ron Bennington! The legend himself, folks. Ronnie B. Woo! Live, Tuesdays with stories. If you're in San Antonio, if you're in Houston, wherever you are, jump in the car, drive to Austin, Moon Tower Festival, Anton, 7.30 this Thursday. We also have Chris DiStefano. Oh, geez, sorry. Yeah, he's a beast himself. One of our all-time best episodes. If you haven't listened to that episode. Yeah, I know Mr. People hate, Perfect. People hate the guests, but man, go listen to that episode. He's back on. We have one of the most attractive men of all time. Yeah. And Ron Bennington on the show, a legend, and uh, Chris D, a legend in his own right. It's so at funny. Anton's at 7.30. Go pack, Joe, and Crystal, I believe, are going to be there. Yeah, bring that newborn child, unborn child, unborn. I should say. Yeah, so uh, we got to have some people here. We don't want Ron Bennington to be there and have 11 people in the oh, crowd. Oh, God. Yeah, he, I think he moves some stuff around for us, folks. So really, uh, show up. He's a, a killer. He's got a gift to gab. One of the best radio men of all time. Yeah, and uh, it'll be on the Patreon. So get on the Patreon now. We got Ooh, that live right. episode, and we have May 7th at the Village Underground. We got to figure out some guests for that one. Oh, yeah. Maybe the big CQ will jump in. Yeah, so if you're not in the Austin area or the Greenwich Village area, get on the Patreon. You're going to hear both of those on the Patreon. They're going to be killer. Killer. Ron Bennington, Christy, this Thursday, Moon Tower, and all weekend. Get a pass because all weekend we're going to be running around, and we're on a lot of the same shows together. Oh, is that right? Yeah, you can see us on the same shows multiple times. You can go to Live Tuesdays. Then later on, we're both in the same show that night. We're on the same show uh, Friday night. Yeah. So go get uh, go get your passes and see some uh, Tuesdays out there. See some Tuesdays, some some top notch live pods, some top notch comedy. Say hello. We'll take a gay photo and uh, we'll all yell at Chipotle. Yeah, bonfire will be there. Wear your Tuesday gear. Let's see. Uh, yeah. Wear that Tuesday gear and thanks for coming out. Oh my God, Ann Arbor, a bunch of Tuesday shirts. The new ones we saw. Oh yeah. The rainbow ones. I mean, I really love it. 
We had some women out there. The whole thing. I loved it. Thank I you. I love it. Yeah, I got to say, that's all lunch. But I got to say, uh, I made fun of a kid, a Tuesday, and, and Bloomington came up. Remember, he like just froze on me? Oh, yeah, yeah. I talked about it. He wrote me. He oh, was like, boy. I'm so sorry. I'm a gay guy. I don't know if he's actually gay or if he's doing the I'm gay thing. But uh, we love you, sir. And thanks for coming and all that. And uh, sorry we made fun of you if we did. But yeah. God love you. See Praise you Thursday. See you Thursday in Austin, Tejas. All right, so I had a fun one the other day. Uh, I was hanging out with Soder. We go out, we hang out all day, we we part ways, and I see a guy, there's a, a restaurant with outdoor tables, and it's a swanky high-end restaurant, a lot of Ooh. flowers and vines on it, you know, Ooh. one of those, like, kind of girly places, like brunch spots. Love girls. And uh, this guy, is that right? So then we go, this guy is sitting, he's the only guy outside on the tables. It's a beautiful day. New York has really picked up the weather. Yeah. And it's a beautiful day, sunny day, and he's sitting there, white guy, filthy, long, fucked up hair with clumps of dog poo in it and uh, afterbirth, just sitting there, filthy, and he goes, ah, I told you, what the fuck with me? I'll kill you. Ah, you make me sick, you motherfucker. Ah, no, no, I'll bite your face on. He's just sitting there slamming the table and yelling like that, like, Fuming, his eyes are bulging. He's beet red. His tongue's going everywhere. He's sweating. Wow, Lewis Black. Yeah, but like way less annoying. I got it. And uh, <laughs> so then this guy comes out. So everybody's walking by. Whatever, it's New York. But I mean, this is top of the lungs, you know, belting out banshee screaming. And this guy comes out, like a like the maitre d or whoever the fuck from the restaurant. He's in a suit and a bow tie, and he comes out and he goes, just swings the door open. And he goes, excuse me, and the guy goes, oh, of course. Oh, I get it. And got up and walked away. Wow. It was amazing. It was the craziest thing ever. He was yelling at the top of his lungs, furious. And this guy goes, just puts one finger up, goes, uh. And the guy goes, oh, yeah, I'm out of here. Don't worry. Wow. It was so, he, he knew exactly what he was doing. It was insane. Oh, that's amazing. That's yeah. kind of sweet. It was sweet, yeah. I, I wish I could show you live to the audience because he just got up and went, oh, yeah, no, I got, I got it. I'm out. Don't worry. Wow. Boy, I kind of love that. I kind of loved it, too. I was I fell on the floor laughing. I was on the sidewalk. All, the whole sidewalk was like, that was amazing. We all bonded over it. It's kind of like, uh, like uh, you know, there's like in hockey, you know, you really nailed a star player, and then somebody comes over and goes, all right, buddy, we gotta, we have to fight. We can't have you hitting our star. And he's like, all right, that's fair. Yes. Let's go. And they kind of fight, and they're like, all right, sorry. I love that. Sorry I hit the guy. I'll, I'll, I got to fist fight you now, and I'll, I'll go back to the bench. Right, right. In a way, it's, it's almost more coherent, because, you know, a lot of people... They're, they're so into their own bullshit that they're like, well, you got a problem with me? Fuck you. Whoa, whoa, what's wrong? And it's like, no, this guy was so lucid in a way that he was like, oh, I realize this is crazy. Yeah, yeah. It was what? great to watch. Kind of charming. It was kind of charming. And it made me realize, like, I know people who might be crazier than him. Oh, yeah. You know? Because they would fight the waiter and be like, ah, you're, I can do whatever wants a free country, blow me. Yeah, but... but uh... This guy got it. Yeah, there are people like that, and you can listen to their podcast called Legion of Skanks. It comes out on uh, Wednesdays. <laughs> I got to say, those guys, I'm doing their pod next week, they killed it on Rogan. I want to give a shout-out. Those guys did Rogan, which is like their Mount Olympus. Yeah. That's like their Tonight Show, and they fucking killed it. I listen to Rogan all the time. Some episodes are better than others. This one was out of the par ballpark, swung for the fence, reverb anal. Wow, we got to get on Curb Your Enthusiasm ASAP. Oh, tell me about it. That's all I want. All right. I just uh, rewatched it. It'd be fun. Oh, <laughs> you see the Andre doc? I did. I'm halfway through it. I liked it. Uh, I wish there was a little more depth, though. I want more depth out of these documentaries. I like depth. 
It was a little bit like, ah, and then he farted, and then uh, he wrestled, and then uh, that was it. Right. But it was good. I enjoyed it. He seems like a sweet, sweet guy, but I wish there was some more. I wish there was more stuff in there. Well, he's a sweet guy, but he had his, his demons for sure. Like like how he would he didn't like a loudmouth guy, and he would beat the fuck out of you if he didn't like you. No baby oil. Get oh. out. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he was terrifying. There was more to that stuff, too, though. Like, he used to step on Big John Studd's hair, I guess. And, uh. like, I heard some all the crazy stories. But, like, they just kind of went into it for, like, a minute. Yeah. Like, he hated Randy Savage. Right. He would hit him. And then it was like, that's over now. Right. It was kind of like, give me more. Who more. did he love? Who did he hate? Yes. Give me some more stuff. Tell me more about him fucking. Like, they do, like, yes. five minutes on farts. I'm like, what was his relationship right? Where did that kid come from? Oh, they, uh, don't tell me too much. It was just, like, a little bit. They just dabbled, but... Yeah, and they talked about his dick. I wanted to hear about his dick. I yeah, can, yeah, I can do a whole doc on his dick. Yeah, a dick doc. Dick doc, tallywhack, or give a dog I, a bone. I, I gotta go see the dick doc ASAP. Um, <laughs> a few times. The Elvis one comes out this Saturday. It came out two days. The Searcher, which I'm excited about. They're really killing that Mr. Rogers doc. I saw the trailer when I saw Chappaquiddick. I was sobbing in the fucking stands. I love... He was my... My mom said he was my favorite. I hated Sesame Street. I hated the pedophile next door, but I love Mr. Rogers. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah, I like that pace. He had a pace. He said, fuck you. I'm taking my tie. I'll take my one shoe off. I'll take off my condom and my strap on, and then then we'll get into it. When the naysayers nade, you picked up the pace. You said, nothing's going to stop me, so get out of my face. Uh, I'm having adventures all over the place. Rochelle, Rochelle. Nailed it. Oh, I love Dennis Leary. Um, oh, but, God. All right, yeah. you got to wrap up there. <laughs> but, i wrap up yeah. on my jaw. I can't wait for the... By the way, uh, SNL this weekend has John Mulaney... And I'm going. Oh, wow. I'm going to the after party. I'm, I'm working during the show, but I'm going to go to the after party. This I'm, past weekend now. Yes. Is it this Saturday? Yeah. <laughs> but the next Saturday is this Saturday. Right now? Um, yeah. Anyway, sorry. So, There's um, 1,100 Seinfeld references for you, folks. Yeah, and, uh, sorry. That's exciting. Boy, Mulaney, he's really killing it. I think he's the, he's the top of his game. I think he's our guy right now. He's like the new guy. He is the guy. I had a long talk with people uh, the other night at the cellar, and... Yeah, I was getting too inside, but it was like Burr was the guy, and now I feel like he's falling off. Yeah, it's all this, it's all this jerking off. It's like talking about sports, you know. You're like, he's the best batter, and he's got a great tackle, and I'm gay. Yeah, so <laughs> he's got a good stroke. Ping um, pong. All right, all right. Well, <laughs> where are you gonna the be papers. there, Reverb? Well, folks, uh, I'm gonna be in the hospital ASAP. This does Reverb doesn't stop. I'm gonna be, uh, you know it already, but please come out to Coma, April 25 and 26. I think it is, or maybe it's 26, 27. Spokane the 28th, uh, Moon Tower all weekend. You got and that And then right. uh, Side Splitters, May 3rd through the 6th, Winnipeg. Uh, the Jets are going to be in the middle of a Stanley Cup run, the 16th through the 19th. I'll be there. And then, of course, Denver Comedy Works, June 14th through the 16th. And then I added that Fort Collins on the 13th. If you're a little ways away from Denver, Fort Collins, some theater on Wednesday the 13th of June. So Denver's coming up. Tampa's coming up. Winnipeg's coming up. Tampa, I already said. Uh, Seattle, Tacoma, whatever the fuck it's called. So come on out. Moon Tower this weekend. Tell people about the, the stand-up season two. Go check it out if you haven't already. Yes. Tell a friend. And uh, keep spreading the word. And go to the Patreon. we got some yes. huge live apps coming and bonus stuff. And get those t-shirts. They're, they're selling like uh, hot cakes. Hot gum. Which, I gotta say, frozen cakes sell well as well. Could be a, could be a switch. Hmm, interesting. You know, hot cakes are pancakes, but the, everybody loves an ice cream cake. Fun fact. All right. I'm at Magoobies in Baltimore. Come on out to that. Then I'm at Acme in Minneapolis. First time headlining there. I can't wait. I hear amazing things. Amazing club. Um, yeah, Minneapolis. Funny Bone Dayton with my old pal, Chris Allen. Then Comedy Works Denver, one of the best clubs. Uh, then I'm at the Clusterfest in San Fran. That'll be exciting. Oh, they hate San Francisco. They hate when you say that. Uh, the City by the Bay. 
Uh, then I'm at Levity Live, West Nyack. And then I'm, I'm going to be in New Orleans in August at One-Eyed Jacks, Lafayette. Also, I'm doing, uh, I think I'm doing the Lucy Fest, which I'm not looking forward to. Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. And, uh, yeah, a lot of fun. Zanies again in, uh, in uh, you know, Chicago. And I'm doing Gotham Comedy Club, which feels good, like a oh, real right. New York milestone. Uh, so, yeah, come out to that and praise Allah. Tell a friend, jizz in your aunt's eyeball and tell her to wash it out herself. Kiss your babies. Hug your children. Get a hobby. We'll see you at hell. Yell at Chipotle. Tweet, Facebook, email. We love you. God bless. Bye. Reverb. Reverb.